saw Sonic the Hedgehog yesterday. Nice. How was it? Was it? Pretty, it was pretty fun, honestly. There were like legit times I laughed out loud, like straight up. Dude, Jim Carrey was like, dude, still got it. Dude, still a funny motherfucker, you know? I wish they had him like there were like some parts just because like like I forget going like it is a children's movie. There's some parts where you're just like, this is kind of stupid. But (sighs) like there's also parts where I was like fucking hilarious. It would have been like really funny. There's like a lot of Ben Schwartzman. I actually wonder if he helped write any of it Uh because there's just like some clear like John Ralphio type type of jokes in there. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm sure he did some improv, especially. Yeah, so it's like, yeah, so there's like some genuinely funny shit in there. I was surprised by how much I liked the first movie, and the second one does look cool, so I do want to see it. (laughs) Yeah, it's actually like not fucking bad. (laughs) Like, there's some like really like cheesy, like, you know, for the kids, like, because we're family. It's like, all right, but like, it's still like, it's super loyal to like fucking video games. If you ever played a Sonic game, this is like right up your alley. <laughs> so you're saying the Sopranos is for kids because it's all, it's all about the family? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Sopranos is for kids. Yeah, yes, you should I, show I your kids agree. Sopranos. Sopranos is about the nuclear American family. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's for sure for kids. The traditional family dynamic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Happy holidays, boys. And now our 420 episode actually <laughs> yeah. released. Damn it, you, yeah. you revealed our secret to the people. Yeah, that we're when recording two this, episodes like, on 420. Second. Oh, that's right. <laughs> we did <do> that. Yeah. <laughs> How we found geniuses. the time. Yeah, yeah, we're geniuses, man. Time geniuses. Time geniuses. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you know who else is a time genius? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the entire plot of Neil Gaiman, I guess. Why do you say Gaiman every Dude, time? Like, like it's I'm a Hyman. fucking idiot. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but that, that's the that excuse no longer. It's sales, man. Gaiman, Neil Gaiman, Gaiman, <laughs> whatever, Gaiman. dude. Neil Gaiman. Gaiman. I just know for a fact on the on the on the what's it called. Yeah. Same man. You also said Gaiman every time, <laughs> dude. I can't help it, man. I'm fucking stupid. I don't know how to pronounce anything ever. I'm just ro- rolling the dice every time I say a word. All right. So, <laughs> okay. Here's the deal for this episode. If you say Gaiman every time you say Gaiman, you have to take a huge rip of the bong. Oh yeah. I can't. I have to perform in like an hour. I can't do or in like an hour oh, and uh, or in like two yeah. hours. Oh. I just saw the bong in your lap. So oh, it's here. I'm going to hit it. Don't get me wrong. It's the 420 show. I actually spent this morning. I'm, I wrote a prayer to lead into the show. A prayer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can you say that prayer here or that's good? Or I mean, anyway, this will be out late. So uh, basically, I'm going to start the prayer by uh, thanking the Holy Weed Triumvirate for this day, uh, a special day, a day 13 years ago that my son was conceived, uh, which is a true story. Kaya was conceived on 420. Yeah, the doctor was like, yeah, the doctor was like, uh, 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 if we were to guess. 419, 420. And I was like, oh yeah, that's when I made those weed brownies and banged my baby mama in the woods. And <laughs> <laughs> I like that he was conceived on 420 in the woods. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like my son is gonna be like Luke Skywalker, but Yeah, it sounds like some prophecy. He's the chosen one. I was thinking more hereditary, honestly. <laughs> that is <kind> very cult like <laughs> uh, different different our mind went different places, my friend. Yeah. We have different hopes for my child. <laughs> I think I think KO is the the arm of Pyman? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm going to do that. And then I'm going to thank, uh, I hope uh, that I'm going to thank the weed triumvirate and hope uh, that everyone is super high and all the way to the moon, but not in a uncomfortable way, in a really chill, fun way. And Who's the weed triumvirate? Wait, man, I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. All right, all right. And then right. I'm going to. Uh, pray to them and ask that everyone get home safely without any harassment from the police and that any police that have ever harassed anyone over weed uh, lose everything in their divorce and uh, that people who 
uphold the criminal justice system, die alone and sad. Uh, in Cheech and Chong and Snoop Dogg's names, we pray. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> <laughs> That was ridiculous, but yeah, I'll dig it. <laughs> yeah. That's the whole point. I'm not trying to be, <laughs> but that's going to be my prayer. Mm, yes, yes. 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 Okay. So let's get into it, boys. Let's get into it. Let's get into Marvel 1602. Ooh, by Neil Gaiman. Gaiman. Yes. Yeah. And, and uh, art by Andy Kubert. Yeah. I like really the art cool. in this one a lot. Yeah, it's really cool, honestly. It's different. It's a lot different than a lot of comics. Yeah. yeah like, I, it, big fan. <laughs> it fits. It fits like the 1602 like aesthetic. You know, it almost feels like it's like a tapestry that you would see in a castle or something like that. Like, you know, the way it's, yeah. it's almost painted. Yeah. It's also kind of like not in a bad way. I just or I can't think of another word, but like blurry. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's not like like crisp and defined. Yeah, it's not. If this like, ain't no Jim Lee art. Yeah, it's like kind of hazy art. Gotcha. Yeah. I get what you mean. Yeah, yeah. kind of you know like what I mean. Kind of like it was painted with broad strokes. Yes. Right. Yeah. Exactly. But in a good way, right? In a yeah, good way. Yeah, for sure. I loved the art for this comic. I actually I've only read it once before, and I reread it all today. That's how I spent my four twenty. It's honestly been a fantastic day. Nice. That sounds nice. good, dude. Yeah, yeah, I've just been high and reading this all day, and then I like ate some good food it's been a great day now i'm hanging out with my boys (laughs) 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 but yeah beautiful art it's a great comic um does anyone uh, jake why don't you introduce us well, you already know the name of this podcast guys (laughs) (laughs) it's it's comics and chronic i'm jacob fage anthony anacho is here doing crazy shit. <laughs> Cody Cannon's here, taking fat ribs out of the bong. Uh, we're just vibing out to Neil Gaiman's and Eddie Kubert's Marvel 1602, which has a very broad synopsis, pretty much sets the entire Marvel universe in like pre-colonial England. Uh, like they're, they're like, they're just starting to colonize America. Mm-hmm. Uh, the queen is still the queen. And like every Marvel character somehow fits a role in like, 15th or yeah 15th century fucking or 16th century whatever uh england i feel like a large part of the fun for this book is figuring out who is who like like connecting the dots from who peter parkois yeah yeah, uh the handsome otto von doom Yeah, yeah otto von doom i also like that uh I just love how like it's even written with an Irish accent, but when you read Matt Murdock stuff, yes, he's like super Irish and just like ah, like a I don't know, he's, he's awesome. He's a cool character. Yeah. yeah, well, he's cool in this book. I liked him, but I thought his origin was hilarious because he's like a little kid and he walks into a cave and the cave is like oozing this like green goop and he's like, oh, I'll eat some. And then he t- turns well, he blind. Was a dumbass little kid. That's what yeah. I mean. Like, it's not like he it was, was an accident. He, like, he ate that shit. So, dude, yeah. it's sorry, dude. he's Irish. That's on you. It's because yeah, he's Irish. Irish. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, they, don't do anything. <laughs> I feel like I feel like him <laughs> eating that goop is akin to like being a kid and knowing it would be gross, but wanting to eat play doh. Yeah, like you know? daring. Kind of like kids are like, "Hey, like, eat that bug," and then like yeah. that bug is poisonous or something. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, like no, every character has like a cool like like tweak on their origin or whatever. Yeah, dude, Nick Fury was super dope. Nick Fury's yeah. a badass in this. He's the head of the Queen Queen of England's the Queen's security. Shield. Yeah, yeah, the Queen's Shield, her personal like Queen's Guard. Yeah, yeah, like a spy. He was like in charge of a network. He was basically the exact same character exactly. in medieval England. Yeah. 
It's cool that Peter Parker worked for him. Yeah, I yeah. thought that was perfect. Pre-Spider-Man yeah. Peter Parker, too. Pre-Spider-Man like Peter Parker. They kept hinting that he was going to get... He kept seeing him near a spider, and then something would kill the spider, or somebody would take him away. Or... He doesn't actually get bitten until like one of the very last panels of the entire yeah. comic. Exactly. Yeah. Let's also set up the fact that... I, all right, so this is like... It's like England, fucking pre-colonial... A woman, one of the first colonialists from the new colony, Virginia Dare, comes to meet the queen and she has a little girl. She's a little girl. Yeah. So Virginia Dare is an actual like historical figure. Yeah. Yeah, I love that they did that. Like King James was the psychotic mutant hating king, which is super what would happen if King James had been around at the time of mutants. Yeah. The witch breed, he calls them. Yeah. The witch breed. Dude, I love like I love Magneto. And actually I love like the fact that the X-Men are all like these Spanish mutants and then because it's pretty much the Spanish yeah. magician. And Magneto's the head of it. And it's like really sweet that he like he it's like really clever. Like he only kills the ones that like outwardly look mutant. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he keeps the ones that don't. But like even when he burns them, he's like, I will, like, we will avenge each and every single one of you, brother and sister. Yeah. And it's like, damn, this dude's like, Magneto's hardcore in this comic. Yeah, yeah. Magneto's a psychopath. Yeah, he's a fucking beast. But like, yeah. he's not like a madman psychopath. Like, dude, it's cool that he like even gives his kids to uh, Xavier, and he's like, teach them, and one day I'll come yeah. back for them. Hey, not Xavier, it's Carlos Javier. Oh, Carlos Javier. Yeah, yeah. And, and 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 he's never called Magneto, he's Enrique. If, yeah, and they Enrique. say it like once. Yeah, instead yeah. of Eric, yeah. That's what's the, like one of the coolest parts, like Cody was saying, like figuring out who's who. Like, yes, it's apparent, but like they don't always directly say who everyone is. Like the X Men all have their like you know sixteen oh two ass names. Like it's like Scott Summerisle, you know. Yeah, Summerisle. It just is cool. so cool. Yeah, and I uh, I didn't the first time I wa- read it, I did not realize Rajas was Rojas or whatever. I didn't know that either. Yeah. The first time I oh, ever the read the book, time, I didn't yeah. even put that together it until they revealed until, it. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I was like, "Whoa, that's Captain America!" Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "Sick." And the second time, even the first, the, they hint at it once in the beginning when the. Uh, Vulture. I love Doom's Vulture army. Oh, yeah. He has an army of vultures. Yeah, like instead of Doom bots, he has like multiple vultures. Yeah. Like the Spider-Man villain for those listening. Yes. Not like actual birds. I also like that pretty much like the world is going to end. Nick Fury like knows it. He's he's sent for the secret weapon deep in the Middle East. It's being brought to England to change the tides of war against like Otto von doom. But Virginia dare can also like change it to animals. And she's like, like Dr. Strange thinks that she's going to bring the apocalypse. Like it's pretty sweet. And then I love the way like the reveal that the secret weapon is actually Thor. Yeah. Yes. The old man, the old man, which is Thor's like first OG origins. He would be an old man. He would tap his staff and then turn into the mighty Thor. Yeah. Like the story kind of starts with like Nick Fury going to the queen and being like, look like this, this old dude from Jerusalem, he's got the treasure of like the Knights Templar who are like, you know, the Holy Christian Knights. And like, he's like, doom wants it. uh, uh, King James wants it, but they don't know what it is. They just know they want it. And our job is to get it here before they get it into their hands. Cause it's like, which we later learn is Thor, but it's like, the old man is called Donal or something like that. Like, and well, because in the in the OG comics, his name was Donald, Donald Blake. Blake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, you know, if you're paying, like, the first time, like, you know, you're so into the story, you don't really pick up on those details unless you're lo- like, you're you're not like the second time reading it, it's like, oh shit, you know, I'm looking for this. But the first time, you don't, you know, it passes you by, and then you're like, oh shit, it's Thor. Yeah. There's just a lot of cool like <laughs> Easter eggs that like fan service Marvel fans. Because Neil Gaiman is not really one to write like mainstream comic books. True, yeah. Like he's not. He's he's very vocal about that. Is this his only run with Marvel? No, he did uh, an Eternals run. Oh yeah, I have that. Mm. I don't know why I asked that. But I think idiot. That's, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's definitely, that's definitely the only one. But I also think that like uh, before this, it was probably like Sandman, and then he didn't write anything for a while. Yeah. So I think I was reading in, I think, the forward or the afterward where he was like, or they were saying Time Magazine said when this came out in 2004 that it was like 
the one of the worst comics or the worst comic of the year. What? Right? Like, it's like, what are you kidding me? Like, this is one of the best comics. I love, I love Marvel yeah, 1602. Yeah, Marvel 1602 is cool. This it is like... Rules. I've read it a few times now. It's yeah, I love it. Yeah, and it and, rules. and it's crazy because we we just talked about Planet Hulk, and this was another comic that came out like like 2004. Man, the comics that came out in 2004, 2000 to 2000 like 10 era. That's that was when like some comic, prime Marvel era. Yeah, that's when it got me, and that's what really got me to be a Marvel fan. And this was crazily enough like one of the first comics I read along with Planet Hulk, which. You know, like it has enough familiar characters like it doesn't have everybody in the Marvel Universe. Like, interestingly, it's like characters from like the 60s and 70s. Right. It's not going to have every single person, but enough that it's familiar that, you know, I think enough of them, even if you've never read a comic, but like like Marvel, you know what I'm saying? Facts. No, I totally agree. Like you could recognize any everyone if you've just seen the, the MCU movies and not even all of them. You know, you don't yeah. even have to go to the later ones. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Uh, very cool. I loved uh, I just the way they trans Neil Gaiman translated everything. Fucking Natasha being the most dangerous woman in Europe. Yeah. Yes. Also, like, secretly working for Otto Von Doom. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Also, literally a widow. Yeah. Like, at the beginning, she talks about her dead husband, who she probably killed. Right. <laughs> yeah. Dude, hold on. Just to, like go on this brief little thing. Have you ever read, I forgot what it's called, but it's a Bill Sienza, yeah, Bill Sienzawick run on Daredevil. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I forgot what it's, I'm blanking on the name. It's like his art though. And like the story is that like, it starts with like him being killed by bullseye and whatnot. Oh shit. Okay. No, oh, dude, I don't know. You should I might read have. it because there's it? a lot of like, I don't know, but I mean, <laughs> anyways, dude, so a lot of it is like, Dude, Matt Murdock was just slaying pussy, and like Natasha was one of his uh, women, and they have a son together and whatnot. Oh, damn! Yeah, it's a pretty cool run. He has like a ton of bastard sons out out there. It's crazy. That's interesting. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's a cool. Yeah, that's why I was saying because like the relationship between him and Natasha is really cool. Yeah, and this story up. So it sucks when she betrays him, throws him off a bridge. Yeah, dude, <laughs> throws him off a cliff or a bridge, Bridges, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was wild. I didn't see that coming. I was like, look at these two lovebirds. They're going <laughs> to help save England. And then she. Ends yeah, up- there's just like so many going back to like what Cody said, like good translations of like very lore accurate things. Like, for instance, in the end, the final battle at Castle Doom, when it's the X-Men and Jean Grey is levitating the ship. Oh yeah. It's like it's like almost kind of like their X-Wing or their helicarrier. Yeah. yeah. Because that's like where they mount their attack on the castle from. I thought that was so cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was super cool. A lot yeah. of the story, so it's like Marvel 1602, but when you break it down, it's like part X-Men story. A big chunk of it is like X-Men. Yeah. A big part of it is definitely Nick Nick Fury. A lot of Nick Fury. Doctor Strange is a, a huge part of it. Dude, that shit is so cool. It's and also kind of like I feel like he pays homage to the Sandman when dude, doesn't Doctor Strange get his head cut off and he fucking Yeah. They talk to his dead head afterwards. Yeah, at the very yeah. end. Yeah. yeah. That shit is sick. And he meets the watcher, doesn't he? Yeah. I felt like the watcher also had like Morpheus vibes. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But I think that's no, it's like a, it's like a curse for Neil Gaiman. You know what I mean? Like every everything he writes, especially right after Sandman, people are going to be like comparing it to Sandman. And he even says, I think in in the forward or the afterward, I forget which one. He's like, people were saying it was the worst comic because it wasn't like the Sandman. And he's like, that's exactly what I was trying to do. I didn't want to write the Sandman again. I wanted this to be something completely different. I totally agree. I uh, I think that I just can't imagine hating this comic. It I was know, so right? cool. <laughs> um, it was, dude, Magneto was ruthless. Charles was are the all Charles, you know, the same Charles we've known and loved for years. Carlos Javier. Carlos yeah, Javier. Um, yeah. It wasn't for the like school for gifted children. It was the college for the sons of gentle folk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Uh, Magneto called his brotherhood, the brotherhood of those who seek to inherit the earth or something. Yeah. Like so badass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those who seek to inherit the earth. Dude, he was cool. Once again, like a Magneto is probably my favorite Marvel character 
and definitely my favorite of the X-Men universe. Dude, Magneto's the GOAT. Yeah, I just think he's fucking In awesome. my opinion, possibly the best, the best comic book villain. Really? He is a great, like, just I put him in the top three, no question. I'd definitely put him in the top five fucking greatest comic book villains. Yeah, top put five. Put him in the top sure. three. Top three. Ooh, I, I like that. Yeah. I kind of like I, Magneto better as, like, the anti-hero Magneto. But that's what for makes sure. him such but a that's good like villain. What makes him such a good villain is because he thinks he's always doing the right thing, and he like is fighting for his people. He's just doing it in a way that you know uh, crazies would do. Yeah, <laughs> that crazy kind. Yeah, yeah, oh, dude. See, that's what happens, man. You turn turn Jews into bad people. Dude, Dude, yeah, I liked how Magneto cosplayed as a Spanish person the entire time, and then when he was uh, about to be burned alive, they called him out for being a uh, Jew in disguise. A Jew, yeah. Yeah, and they burned (laughs) his beard. They're like, ah, you did. Well, they say he was forcibly baptized. Like, you know, if he wasn't if he wasn't, they would have killed him when he was a kid or something like that. Like it, it, it's like the 1602 version of Magneto's origin in a way that that parallels his real origin. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the Spanish Inquisition was fucked up against Jews as well. It was, you know, it it, it killed. They killed a lot of Jews during there. So it's really messed up that he's the Grand Inquisitor. Like he's in, the, in charge of it. Except here they're killing. If you can't, too. if you can't beat him, join them. You know? <laughs> and also, he didn't really like join them. He like infiltrated so as to like one day i mean he amassed like his low-key like brotherhood army slowly but surely over time yeah do i love when he fucking like kills toad yeah i forgot what he says exactly but he says some cool line he's like i should have known you'd be a like a little treacherous toad and then i don't think he strangles him oh he does oh yeah yeah yeah, he chokes him at least maybe he doesn't kill him i know he fucks him up. yeah i think he keeps him around for a little while after that but he definitely like chains him up by the neck. He's like yeah. a treacherous toad. Yeah. Toad works like in the Vatican. <laughs> so Ian McKellen impersonation. Uh, <laughs> no, even even in the X-Men cartoon, Magneto always talks like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> For mutant kind. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would be a good animated Magneto voice actor. You should do it. Yeah. You should you be should Magneto. Jake, with that seared, you should make that a goal. I think Morgan Freeman should voice an animated Charles Xavier. Nice. That would work. I would like that. Yeah. That would, yeah. Cause I could hear it. I could be, that'd be a good Xavier voice. He should just be Charles Xavier. Why not? Oh, shit. He is old now. Yeah. But Charles, do we want our Charles that old? Yeah. Maybe he's too old. Yeah. Why not? Charles isn't that active to begin yeah, with. Yeah. But he's always like in his 40s or 50s. You know what I mean? Dude, maybe it's time to do. I don't, I don't bash the elderly dog. All right. That's one thing I do not do. Because <laughs> <laughs> you have no respect for your elders. Yeah. That's true. Zero. Respect. Dude, it's crazy to think that, like, because of KO, you are now like an elder, low key. I'm an elder. Yeah. It's yeah. true. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> I don't want any responsibility. <laughs> what the fuck is this child doing here? Yeah, what am I? You want me in charge of this person? <laughs> Cody's starting his own witch breed over here. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, Cody. that's what happened. Cody. That's why KO was conceived on 420. Hmm. Yes. <laughs> All connecting. <laughs> Dude, uh, I also love the Fantastic Four in here. They're like prisoners of oh, doom the whole time. snap. Didn't yeah, they, they go were... through like the Bermuda Triangle or something like that and uh, yeah. get hit with some kind know. of light thing yeah it's like again like everything parallels their actual origin in the comics like it's like they pass through something cosmic and they get the same powers like their ship is called the fish yeah their fan the ship is called the fantastic yeah Yeah. like and and they're just the four yeah dude i liked the way otto von doom trapped all of them it was like unique to oh uh, their powers like fucking the human torch was like on this tiny little like rock surrounded by water. Yeah. Yeah. So like it was just pointless to like flame on because he couldn't move, go anywhere. Yeah. He was like sucking the whole time. Yeah. yeah. The, the thing was trapped in a hole that was smaller than he was and he couldn't even like move his shoulders. Yep. 
I forget how was Sue Storm and she was held on a wall. And yeah, she was in used her, as in an ornament room. in his yeah. room. Oh, okay. And I think like the, maybe like she wasn't completely helpless, but like she knows like if she tries to do anything, like he, she's he'll kill like he'll kill everyone. everyone. Yeah. That's and what, what was Reed all. Richards? How was he imprisoned again? Um, and I don't know. I feel like he's just in a cell that he can't get out of. I guess I don't know why. Yeah, he was like in some kind of cavern that he couldn't get out of or something. Yeah, but yeah, he Doom was like a cool primary villain, but he doesn't even make it to the end. The real villain of the story and in uh, our lives is King James. Hmm. No, the real, I guess, but the real problem in the story is that, so the watcher gets Dr. Strange and he's like, dude, like something's going on where like, I have to interfere because like, there's some weird anomaly going on. Something came from the future that shouldn't have to the past. And it's causing like basically the Marvel universe to become the Marvel universe earlier than it should have. And that's fucking every universe up. So if this universe ends, all other universes end. But then there's like this cool moment. And honestly, this I love this panel. One of my favorite moments in comics and Reed Richards, they're like all on the boat. And there's like so the whole comic, there's like storms happening and shit like that. Right. And like, that's how they know, like, they're all like the world's ending. Like, this is not good signs at all. Like, like reality is tearing apart. But then Reed Richards basically figures out they're in a comic book or, you know, you could take this as maybe like a metaphor for life. But he's like. We're a boat full of monsters and miracles, hoping somehow we could survive a world in which all hands are against us, world which by all evidence will end extremely soon, world's ending. But then he says, yet I posit we are in a universe which favors stories, a universe in which no story could ever truly end, which there can only be continuances. So like that's that's a comic book, right? Like it never ends. Like it's just like he knows they're going to survive because it's just like the universe can't end, guys, right? Like it has to keep going. And that's basically what happens at the end of the story. Like the universe ends, but then they're basically like, nah, we got to let this universe continue. It was like basically too cool. You know, like we got to let it keep going and it gets to survive somehow. Yeah. Damn, bro. By <laughs> sending Steve Rogers back to his original time period. Yeah, exactly. So we find out in the last issue, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was sent back by like, so, like, the story actually takes place. No, further. by accident, he gets sent back. Yeah, he, no. got, he gets shot in the head. Yeah, no, they purposely try to send him back. So, what happens really? is, like, yeah, so it's the future. It's, like, the far future past, like, what would have been 2004 Marvel. And, like, uh, Steve Rogers, there's, like, the president forever, like, or something like that. It's, like, some president who's basically a dictator now. And he, he knows that Captain America will just never like get off his ass. So he, he traps him, shoots him in the head, and they shoot him backwards into time. And he forgets who he is. And that's why he's Rogers. Like he thinks he's a, like a Native American dude when he's, you know, and then he, and then at the end of the story, though, he doesn't want to go back. He's kind of like, if yeah. he doesn't go back, then the world ends. And he, like, I think he knows, he, he says something about like once he goes back, it's going to be instant, like, like hands. Instant fighting. He's not going back. To no, like a- he doesn't want to. So basically what happened was he he lost America, like our universe. I mean, because yeah. uh, it's so far in the future. We lost. Everyone's yeah. failed. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, he let he lost America. And so he wanted to. He's like, I'm not going to age. I want to stay here and give America the chance it deserves. Yeah. Like be there and, at the birth. Yeah. And shit. And Mother so America. that was his <laughs> thing. That was the whole reason he wanted to stay. And then fury, uh, fucks him up and throw drags him into the portal or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I like how fury does it too, because he's like, would your fury, uh, like turn his back on you? And he's like, no, I guess not. And he's like, fuck me. Well, he's like, that's where you're wrong. And then he like takes him out. Yeah, he's like, I'm not your fury, and I'm like, yeah, that's oh shit, bitch. badass. Yeah, yeah, dude. I liked uh, when Fury betrayed the uh, the betrayed Britain, and then like lost himself kind of, and was like trying yeah. to get Parker to kill him and stuff. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Parkwa, yeah. sorry, Parkwa. I also like how uh, the 
a King James sends Peter to kill Nick Fury and the way Nick Fury like turns the like changes his mind is to like take everyone else out and be like, all right, Peter, if you're going to do this, like he's like, I guess this is my time. And like he knows like it's it's almost like his real Spider-Man moment for the like great power, great responsibility. Like he decides to run away and not kill Nick Fury. I love that moment. Yeah, that was sick. Yeah, the story just has so many cool little moments like that. I love it. For sure. Oh. Um, okay, I have a couple questions for you guys. Question number one: How would if they were to do uh, Marvel sixteen oh two in like a one off miniseries? Who would you guys cast? Mm. Ooh. Apparently, Neil Gaiman said they were like a show was they were going to do a show, but they decided not to. I wish it's probably they would. for the best. Maybe I feel like what if like what if I you know we talked about what if and I feel like it could be better and I feel like it would be cooler if what if you know maybe one episode maybe even do like two a two or three episode story arc where you could just get the 1602 story it doesn't need to be like the twist the MCU twist version or it has to connect to anything else you know what I'm saying like what if isn't that show but I think yeah. that would have been a cool opportunity to see like 1602 done in a you know like Marvel never does animated movies like DC does. Like if this was DC 1602, there would have been an animated movie out probably. Yeah. Facts. So sorry, but that. you said live action. Or it could yeah. be animated. It's whatever. Timothy Chalamet is Peter Parquois. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think we should go younger than. Yeah, I feel DC. like he's way younger than that. Dude, Timothy Chalamet can play way younger. That's why he got no, casted. No, but this Peter Parker is like... Zendaya is like 24 and plays a high schooler. Like a 15-year-old. Yeah, but I'm, what I'm saying is get Zendaya's. like, I don't know, one of the kids from, uh, I don't know. Something. Stranger Things? Those, I, no, they're those, old too. Those one-trick ponies? They're, yeah, they're all too old now too. They're too old, man. That's why no one wants to watch that show anymore. You know what would be cool? Too. I think it would be almost be cooler if a lot of who was cast was more unknowns. So that way, you could kind of keep up the mysteriousness of who they're supposed to be. If it was live action, you know what I mean. Like in comics, you could right away kind of tell for certain characters, but you don't have to necessarily do that for everybody. Okay, well, this is who. Okay, Connor McGregor as Daredevil. <laughs> okay, that's kind of <laughs> that, that's really not that bad. That's I can see that actually. I can totally that's see that. insane. <laughs> I would say more than Connor McGregor, a young Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell, right? If yeah, he was a young boy, he's yeah, he's, he's old. We need him a little. Yeah, I think Connor McGregor. Um, I. <laughs> so, who would you cast as Magneto? Oh. Magneto uh, and this Javier one. Bardem. Yeah. Nice. That's yeah. a great choice. Yeah, dude. Spanish. He's a Spanish Magneto. Like that's yeah. perfect. Yeah. <laughs> it really would be perfect. It would be perfect. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Who would you cast as Otto von Doom? Ooh. Doom the handsome. Yeah. <laughs> He's gotta be a handsome boy. <laughs> gotta be handsome. I would. Oh, ooh. Uh, what? what's his name that pay, played Jamie Lannister? What about that's him? I, 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 oh, I was yeah! about to say that. Yeah! I was okay. literally no bullshit. I was literally about to say Jamie Lannister. Yes, yeah. I agree with that a hundred percent. Jamie Lannister would make a sick auto. His monitor. name is like Nikolai Kowalter. Yeah, I can't pronounce yep, it, yep, but yep. that is yeah. such a good choice. I actually, I literally was going to say Jamie <laughs> Lannister. Oh shit! Awesome. Yeah. He would be a good. You're right. That would be a good Audubon Doom. Yeah. Hell yeah. For this one, fucking. What about Nick Fury? Nick Fury. For Natasha, uh, let's just give Anya Taylor Joy. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> make her Black Widow. Yeah, I like that. I don't mind that at all. I would even make her Jean Grey too. Mm. But we can go somewhere else with Jean Grey. Yeah. Zendaya. Yeah. <laughs> As <Jean> Grey. <laughs> nice. You I mean John Gray? John, oh yeah, that's right. She it's does John Gray boy for a lot. Yeah, of yeah. It's that classic '80s movie trope. Um, well, I liked it because it was also it's timeless movie trope. Yeah, I guess it's timeless. It's in Mulan. <laughs> it's in She's the Man. She's the Man. Yeah, yeah. dude. <laughs> Maybe uh, Jean Gray. Mark's- she's- 
Amanda Mark Bynes Strong is. as, as oh. Nick Fury. Mark. <laughs> Dude, I want somebody like I want somebody more jacked. This Nick Fury is a beast. Yeah. But, I mean, All right. Harvey Keitel as Nick Fury. <laughs> 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 no, I'm talking because uh, like he's older, but he is like uh you know, he's like a he's you're not gonna take him down without a fight. Yeah. So then we got to give it to John Cena. <laughs> God. Uh, what about, uh, even though I've used him before, just because I'm blanking on jacked old dudes, uh, what's his <laughs> name? Lang. Stephen Lang. Yeah. Uh, or Nick Fury. I like that. Okay, yeah. Stephen Lang, yeah. Stephen Lang could, could do a lot of comic characters, if truth be told. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why aren't we doing him? Cody Feige asks. Cody Feige asks. <laughs> what are you waiting One for? One name every superhero. Stephen Lang. <laughs> 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 like, uh, we need someone to play Wonder Woman it's like Stephen Lang <laughs> dude I wish you were good at deep fakes Anthony so we can make that <laughs> Stephen Lang as Wonder Woman would be sick yeah, yeah. <laughs> even if yeah. I could do that I don't know how that would <laughs> are you telling me that Wonder Woman 84 wouldn't be a perfect movie if they had gone with Stephen Lang instead. No, it would have, it would have been great. <laughs> Ooh, I'll tell you who I'm casting as Virginia Dare is Circe Ronan. Ooh, I can uh, do that. The, the Irish she's actress. She's older, dude. <laughs> like, like but Virginia they play Dare young. That's kid. the whole point of like a lot of actors. But not anymore. Like, like what? Like, yes, she's, anymore, she's, actually. No, like... For, yeah, dude. The whole point of like certain actors looking young is so they can play a range of ages. Yeah, but these are yeah. like really young. These aren't like like Peter Parker was like a ten year old at the oldest. No, he wasn't. He yeah, was not ten years what? old in this comic book. He was a like, kid. No, he's like I, I he's think like, he was like thirteen. 14. I was gonna say like twelve, thirteen. You think he was yeah. a teenager? But Virginia Dare, was a, yeah, I don't Virginia Dare was maybe eleven or twelve. Yeah, that yeah. can't be. <laughs> Uh, what's her okay, name? Okay, so maybe not Circe Ronan. But yeah. I don't have an answer. Sorry, I, sorry, I don't know kid actors. That's what I'm saying. Creeps. I don't have an answer. Like, <laughs> I don't know kid actors. Like, and everybody that we did know is now older. You know what I mean? Like, they're just, yeah, I don't know. Some, like, yeah. I was yeah. just thinking uh, Pedro Pascal as Carlos Javier. Ooh, I kind of like that. I like that. I could do it. I could do it. I could do Pedro. He's actually an American actor, though, if truth be told. But. Oh really? Yeah, Pedro Pascal is American, and he English is like when the movies where you see him speaking English, that's his real voice. Uh, he just plays a good like he's on Narcos and he was Oberyn Martell. Yeah, but I still think he would do a good job of of this would. interpretation would of uh, Charles Xavier. Yeah. What about um the Fantastic Four? I feel like they just are. What the about Rojas? Rajas? Oh, Rajas. Yeah, we need a big old boy for that too. Yeah. Brock Lesnar. It's <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous. Oh, Brock Lesnar. <laughs> no, could you imagine him with long hair? <laughs> oh god! Yeah, seriously, that would be so funny. Who yeah, is a see, big? Who's a big handsome actor nowadays? Yeah, I don't know. I don't either, man. I'm struggling with this game. Yeah. Fuck this game. Let's move on to my other question. What was oh, that? Oh, yeah. What was um, I want you guys to each come up with your 1602 variant. Ooh, nice. Oh, nice. Like our names and like. Yeah. Words. I mean, Anthony, yours really doesn't have to change. Antonio Iannaccio. Yeah. Antonius. <laughs> Antonio Iannaccio. Well, it's not, it's not like Rome. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know if it would be Antonio. So, yeah, it, I feel like it would just be like Antonio the Italian. Because yeah, yeah. Cyclops is Scottius Summer Isle. Yeah. yeah Scotius. 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 Yeah. yeah, I guess that's a better way to say it. Scotius. Scotius. <laughs> I'm like reading it. Uh, I feel like Cody... Yours would be Codric in a way, kind of like Podrick. <laughs> Codric. <laughs> Codric. And then Cannon. Cannon could either kind of, could honestly be the same. Yeah, like, I would be British. Cannon, so I would just be a part of the British. Yeah. Like, ah, Codric Cannon. Yeah. Cannon. <laughs> and what's your like your your role in this story? My role? Yeah. 
I feel like I am, uh, if I'm British, then I would probably be. You're like one of Nick Fury's spies. Exactly. That's what yeah. I was But you're say. really bad at it. Cause <laughs> yeah, because like, I'm not like, a okay, good spy. Kodrick, I need you to go to the taverns and see what you could find out. You're like, I'm on it. And you yeah. just get wasted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just, like, I'm, what did you learn? And you're like, uh, <laughs> fucking, uh. <laughs> he's like, damn it, Cannon. Like, oh. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I'm bumbling, but I, my, somehow my bumbling nature always gets me in and out of trouble. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like you do yeah like you you mistakenly like do foil plots but it's never on purpose yeah it's almost <laughs> mr magoo-esque yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like it's like people someone at the tavern might see you and they know you're one of nick fury's spies so they try to poison you but because you have such a high like alcohol and drug tolerance like Ooh. it doesn't work and you just become this party animal and they're like oh damn it <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's perfect and you somehow mistakenly like kill the guy <laughs> that's perfect <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I would read that spin-off 1602 comic for sure. <laughs> Dude, Comics and Chronics 1602. <laughs> Jake, you would definitely be one of Magneto's people. Oh, yeah. yeah I'm down with that. You'd be I'm like totally a monk. What yeah. would my name be? Uh... Jacoby or something like that. Jacoby. Yeah. Jacoby is very Jewish sounding. If this yeah, is Spanish exactly. magician, they'll kill me in no Jacob. time. <laughs> I feel like it should be like Jacques. Jacob. Jacques. Jacob is still a Jewish name. Yeah. That's going to get me caught in the Inquisition. You guys are trying to get me killed. Yeah, I'm trying to get you killed, bro. <laughs> so if Magneto's yeah. Enrique, you need a. You could be Jake Rique. I could be Joaquin. 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 There you go. <laughs> yeah. Joaquin Friedman Hurwitz. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh. Joaquin Fernandez Horchata. Fernandez. Fernandez. Fernandez Hernandez. Yeah, yes. it's definitely a, a Jewish per- or an, a Jewish person just like trying to be a Spanish person and makes up that name and on the Joaquin Fernandez Hernandez. <laughs> 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 and you're uh, you're a whip breed, but you uh you you didn't show your signs, so you work Maggie, yeah. one of his brotherhood. Nice, I'm down with that. Joaquin Fernandez Hernandez, <laughs> <laughs> or Joaquin F F A hot or H A or whatever. I can't remember yeah. uh, for short. F A hot yeah, yeah, hot yeah. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Okay, and so Antonio, who are you? What's I feel like? Hmm, hold on, hold on. Antonio Ainacho. There were no Italians in this comic, by the way. There were none, which is very fucking not inclusive of Neil Gaiman. So fuck him. Do Marvel sixteen oh two Italian edition? I feel like you would be like the dude who's uh transporting the weapon like thor and whatnot <laughs> and you're not sure who you work for whether it's like Audubon doom or nick fury uh. or your own you know who knows what antonio anacho has hidden up his sleeve <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i might yeah. try to murder thor and take the stick from myself yeah we don't know you. You know, Italians yeah. not the Can't, most trustworthy. Yeah, <laughs> if, if, if the school has taught us anything, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sopranos, you will betray us You're at right. some point. The family-friendly Sopranos taught us <laughs> <laughs> never trust an Italian. <laughs> There's actually a really cool Shield miniseries by Jonathan Hickman where you find out like Leonardo da Vinci. Galileo, uh, Tesla, all these people throughout history are actually part of like an ancient order of shield. Hydra. No, shield. <laughs> I know. I was just being dumb, <laughs> being dumb being like, if there was a Hydra. shield that far back, then there was Hydra too. Maybe there Ooh. is, but I feel like it's like shield fighting each other. Like Isaac Newton is like the head of shield and everyone hates him. Mm. And like, it, it's just a crazy miniseries. But in that you also get uh, the like Reed Richards 
father or grandfather and then Tony Stark's or maybe Howard Stark or Howard Stark's father. Yeah. Are like time travelers who like That's crazy. fuck with shield. It's it's crazy, but I feel like it's kind of it doesn't necessarily go with this, but I feel like you could combine the two somehow if they wanted mm. to. Like nothing ever Oh, the only other time I've ever seen Marvel 1602, I'm saying besides this comic, was like in there's like a Spider-Verse comic and they're going around trying to kill all the spiders throughout the multiverse and they murder 1602 Marvel Spider-Man. Like he's older, he has the powers. That's crazy. Yeah. So peace out, 1602 Spider-Man. Nice. Well, I I was thinking how you said that they could you could almost combine them but instead of combining them it could almost be looked at as kind of like a uh assassin's creed type universe where there's this like thing that's always in the background like mm. an assassin's creed but in this in marvel it's shield mm. I just love stories like this in the Marvel universe where they combine so many different corners of it in a way that isn't overwhelming especially like like I think this is pretty much new reader friendly like if you're familiar enough with marvel characters this is a really cool take yeah you've watched a handful of the avengers movies and you're good to go yeah you get the general like just he doesn't really stray far away from like a like all these characters well-known origins and then b like you can kind of put together who's who yeah like oh yeah there's even the hulk like you don't see him till the very end at the end though dr uh banner yeah Banner. banner yeah he like walks off and doesn't he like or when Rojas or when, when Captain America goes back into the portal, doesn't the portal like release some energy and he gets exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He actually yeah. protects Peter Parker. And then also I think it's implied that the spider that bites him was irradiated by that same flash yeah. of whatever the fuck it was. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, dude. That shit was sick. Dude, it's just such a cool and also like done in one of those like really cool. The the story arc was like really cool. Like it was like the first half was Doom and his, you know what I mean? Like conflict and stuff. And then the second half was like putting together why everything was ending and uh, King James and having to go back to the the Roanoke colony and stuff like that. Yeah. Roanoke. It's cool. I like how it draws on history. I like how there's a small mystery and then it becomes a bigger mystery. I just. Hey, there's a small mystery with history. Y'all listening to me? So, guys, how many pieces? Yeah, on that. Note. How many? I love how we've shortened it to like, it was like Joe Pesci's, Joe Peasy's. Now it's just Peasy's. Yeah, it's gonna be like Puff Daddy kind of. Yeah, like how many dirty, dirty monies be given? Yeah. <laughs> uh. I think we. I think I. I, I could predict that we're, this is like you already know yeah, the witch breed. We're all the, the witch, witch breed. breed. Yeah, six, 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 six. six. Hell yeah. yeah, yeah. No, this comic is dope as fuck. It's yeah, a banger. It. Honestly, like I'd put it in the top ten that we've read since stop starting the podcast. Probably. Hell yeah. Yeah. Facts. Big time facts. One of my favorites. It's a must buy. It's a must read. Must buy. Must read. I agree. Fucking who's it by, Cody? <laughs> Uh, our boy Neil G Neil G Z in the house I'm going to tag him as Neil G Z Neil G <laughs> yeah, oh, when you combine Neil Ga- Gaiman, oh, geez, you get Neil Geez. <laughs> yeah, oh, shit, dude, that's no, too much that's power just... for one man to have. <laughs> yeah, dude, if if we were to have crazy weather and world-ending events, it would be because Neil Geezy entered our universe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you combine the the writing prowess with the lyrical technique. Of Neil Gaiman and G-Eazy, it's, it's, it's an unstoppable force. Yeah. yeah. A watcher would have to step in at that moment and be like, yeah, guys, be like, this is trill. What the fuck are Dude, you doing? You guys would have to put my corpse head on a pike. Only Cody, <laughs> Cody. <laughs> Only Cody can help us with this chopped off head. 
<laughs> against Neil <laughs> You would be a really like annoying head to carry around. Yeah, <laughs> my head. That would be a pretty cool, a fun. It comedy. would be cool because yeah. I could just like put you in a sack whenever I'm like done hearing your bullshit. Just, yeah, get me yeah. wasted by sticking me in brandy. Yeah. Oh, dude, preserve your head. Yeah. yeah but also, does? yeah. And but yeah. I, but when you pull me out, I'm just hammered. <laughs> You're just absolutely wasted. You're like, yeah. <laughs> like, oh god. <laughs> yeah. Where's that coming from? You don't have a stomach. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like what? The, yeah. Make any sense? Oh, I also <laughs> thought it was cool that uh, Clea was like, and this is how it is in the Marvel in the regular continuity too. She's from a completely different universe, and she's only there because she's like, well, if this universe ends, then mine's fucked too. So I guess I'll stick around and help you guys. But she really doesn't have to be yeah. there at all. And then she just leaves. Yeah, and then she she's like, dips. at the end, she's like, peace out. And when she walks through like a door to her universe, you see like eyeballs and weird Twilight Zone looking shit. Nice. <laughs> So yeah, that's Marvel sixteen oh two boys. We yeah. wrapped it. That's a wrap Wrap it up. Oh, wrap that shit up. Yeah, right. you're fucking tonight. Wrap that shit up. Yeah, or not. <laughs> <laughs> that's our motto. <laughs> wrap it up or not. Or not. <laughs> that's uh, that's clearly been my motto. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's never led me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that's another episode of Comics and Chronic. Uh, I'm Cody, and we love you, commies. Eat shit and die. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't mean that. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening. <laughs> like and subscribe. Check out the website. You know all that ish. The use. Hi, you're listening to Comics and Chronic, and I'm Jacob H. I'm Cody Cannon. And I'm Anthony Iannaccio. And you can tune in every Thursday to hear new episodes of Comics and Chronic. And make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Comics and Chronic. That's Comics, the letter N, Chronic. We'll see you guys next week. Woo! Peace.